Systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. It's time to check in with Jeremy Hauser for an update on the year. The year which, believe it or not, is almost over. I'm Patrice Sakora, and Jeremy, it's been a while since you and I were on an episode and we had the chance to talk. I, I, I've noticed that in what was fascinating, I was sharing a little bit with you before this, the great news, although I'm very honored to finally have a conversation with Patrice and just me and you on this episode, but according to the viewers here over the last 30 days, our daily downloads have jumped tremendously. We're up over 200% in the last 30 days. And the common denominator is I keep having guests on and they're telling their stories. <laughs> So that's what um, it's all about. (laughs) So although we're on this episode together, I'm very excited to chat with you, but I don't know if the people like this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they just don't know what's good, right? I guess, I guess not. We'll see. We'll see how this episode goes, but no, looking forward to today's episode. And uh, like I mentioned, it's awesome to see as advisors are out there and they're looking for best practices. Although in the last 30 days, I did have uh, three different of my uh, three advisors of mine, completely different practices on. And a lot of people are checking out previous episodes. So a lot of good momentum is being built here on the, the Advisor Mentorship Podcast. All right. So we're looking at the holidays. We're actually looking at 2023 right now. I, I can't believe that, but we are. You start kind of hinting here. How's the year? How has it been shaping up for Team Jeremy? So Team Jeremy, we are doing phenomenal compared to uh, all things considered. I believe at the very beginning of this year, I even had our founder and CEO on the podcast, uh, Mr. Kearns, and he mentioned that this year in his 39 years of doing this, he felt that our industry was going to be the largest uh it's going to be the best year of 2022 is going to be the best year for fixed index annuities. And he was pretty spot on so far, although we're not done with the year, it seems like the trajectory right now is uh, heading that way. And same thing within my team here. So through uh, the first three quarters of 2022, the advisors I work with were up 67%, uh, not slowing up here over the next uh, coming weeks before the end of 2023. And uh, can't believe it, but we're already doing business planning calls here for the month of November for those advisors looking to plan for 2023. All right. Have you seen the momentum pick up? That's a good question, actually. I think it started off um, kind of average. I think from last year, I'd say probably in January and February, things started to really trickle up. I would say probably March in second quarter of 2022. And then here as of late, as the Fed continues to hike rates, that's really good for our industry as uh, our products continue to be more and more and more competitive. And I think as the year has gone on, more people are just tired of looking at their accounts going up 1% one day and down 2% the next. So I think a lot of people have started to flock to safety. So, and I don't really see any slow up here As of late, I think just looking at October numbers, it was my team's probably largest uh, submit business of uh, 2022 compared to back in January. So I think 
the momentum's still actually building. And who knows if we're even at the top of the mountain yet. I was thinking with all the uncertainty, people may finally be thinking, I want to have a plan. I want to do something. So I got to talk to somebody. Yeah. And, and I think the a point to that too, and then a lot of just uncertainties out there. And as uh, people are getting adapted to new work environments, a lot of offices nowadays, a lot of uh, people who are looking at retirement here in the near future, they might be doing things a little different. They might be working at home a little bit more. They're finding their new normal. So when there's change in someone's life, all of a sudden they may be looking for new avenues of people to uh, really relate to and possibly even look over their financial plans. So some of my advisors have become good beneficial benefactors of those relationships to actually help bring new prospects on as clients. And uh, it's really just a beautiful thing when systems and processes are working. You mentioned you've started some planning calls already. Have you seen the difference between what you're getting into this year versus the calls you made last year? I would say I'm seeing a couple similarities from, obviously, we've been doing these planning calls for about five years now. I think this might even be, this is year five or year six of doing the business planning calls for the next year. And I always mention that most of my advisors, the number one thing that they've always strive to look for when doing these calls is they want to get back more time on their calendar. Uh, they just feel like they're not as organized and uh, similar theme. But I think for the most part, so far, I've only had a handful of these calls. And I've already noticed that there is a paradigm shift where a lot of these advisors, although they're up tremendously this year, the ones at least that I've already spoken to, but the common thing that I'm seeing amongst them is they're actually taking more time off this year than they even took last year. I mean, I don't know if that's like the best promotion to say, but more time off, I guess, equals more productivity. <laughs> I, it I sounds know. like efficiency. To it does sound like efficiency. And I, I think when things start to click and you're able to really look at yourself and as an advisor, especially, I mean, any industry, but as an advisor, when you're able to start to peel back the layers, focus on yourself, really get your mindset right, focus on your health, uh, things with your family. And I really believe as advisors are continuing to evolve and do what's best for them to make sure that they're ready to uh, take on everyday challenges in their personal lives, it's definitely attracting a certain type of prospect when they have that confidence level and it's sure enough, it seems like they don't have to see as many people when the majority of people that they're seeing decide that they do want to do business with those individuals because they are actually listening to the needs of uh, the customer and their goals and their lifestyle and so forth and planning for that. Along with efficiency and maybe being more centered in themselves, what are some of the common traits you're seeing in advisors who are doing well? I do see, like I mentioned, confidence. A lot of, I mean, for the advisors that are up this year uh, amongst my team of advisors, I definitely see there's a confidence level where they seem to have their stuff together. They're very productive. They do some form of workout. I'm not saying they're in there in the, the gym, gym doing, yeah, I'm not saying they're in the gym, you know, crushing 400 pounds on squats. But I think for the most part, they're doing some type of physical activity, getting themselves ready in the morning, maybe doing some walking, morning walks, just simple, just doing some type of physical activity. I'm seeing the ones that are actually up this year. I don't know if that's just a just so happens to be uh, the luck of the draw, but majority of them do some type of physical activity to get their mind and body going for the day. 
I noticed that their confidence levels are relatively high because they truly believe in what they do. So they are a specialist. They don't necessarily, they're they're not going to sit there in front of a prospect and have a conversation with them and have to go and research the answer. They're pretty confident in their craft. They also, they know their stuff. They know their products. They know what uh, people are really looking for. And they know how with the current environment we're in, a lot of the advisors that offer some of the products within the fixed index annuity space, there truly are a, a good opportunity for majority of those that are retiring or already retired here. And uh, they're not afraid to have conversations and challenge those people. Sounds to me like they're comfortable with themselves. They're comfortable physically, they're comfortable mentally, emotionally, and that comes through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for not just them having that confidence level, but I do see that they're just students of their craft. They really have started to adapt to new things, uh, leveraging their time. That's another thing. Uh, maybe, yeah, I, I liked your term a little more instead of me saying more time off equals more productive. Uh, they're more efficient. I like that. <laughs> so they're being more efficient when it comes to uh, leveraging their time. And maybe an example of that is for an advisor who has their own podcast, or they are using some form of email. They're sending out a mass email to their prospects on just relevancy of videos. So they're able to expand their voice instead of just manually calling individuals or personally one-on-one -on -one conversations, having to send messages there. Now, there is a benefit to do that, mm -hmm. but... If you're able to really devote yourself on a weekly basis to carving out a 20-minute, a 30-minute time frame of sending out just a personal message of relevancy of what's going on in the marketplace to everybody, it's pretty amazing to see how many responses my advisors are getting and they're able to then decipher through people raising their hands of who is wanting to have a conversation about that topic at the time instead of the advisor's uh, maybe just doing a shotgun approach and just randomly reaching out to somebody just to say hello. Right, right. With that in mind, in your opinion, what's some of the best opportunities for growth next year? I would definitely say for next year, it was it started, the trend started this year, but advisors that are really looking to uh, rev up their business would have to look into doing things virtually and maybe not necessarily you have to do a form of a virtual webinar, although we talk about that a lot on this program where there are outlets that advisors can use to do some form of virtual webinars. But uh, just based off of where you're currently at and the demographic, people are out there now, uh, even Patrice is out there, who knows? Mm -hmm. Individuals are out there looking for wanting to work with the best advisor. It doesn't have to be just down the road. So advisors who are now starting to really incorporate their brand online, their presence to where they can leverage their time more efficiently. Possibly they have that podcast. They have some form of credibility and branding to their name. They have the right tools in place to now market themselves and go to outside of their norm, outside of their city, outside of their state. And they're trying to find similar like-minded individuals that might not just be in their town, but maybe five states over that are similar to their best clients. And all that means is a similar type of assets. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you only have so much in your own community to where if you're able to maximize your daily flow of marketing in areas that are affluent, similar to the customers you're already working with, 
it just makes sense to expand your brand a little bit. Have you seen your advisors getting more comfortable with that idea, working with someone who might be five states? It takes a while. And as you've heard, you've heard numerous advisors on these uh, calls. They talk about how it's a learning curve. It's a paradigm shift. Eric, I think, was on um, a couple episodes ago. He talked about where it took him about nine months, really, realistically, before he started to see the opportunities of just the amount of assets he was in front of. But the challenge of having to build that trust and credibility when you're not belly to belly with that individual. But there is a process though. And once advisors, and it's not really checking the ego, but it's more of a trying to unlearn a couple of things and just adapt to the system and the process and really just focus and hone in on a successful system and process and they make it their own. It's amazing what opportunity happens. And you, you heard it from Eric, you hear it from uh, some of the other individuals that talk on the podcast uh, previous episodes. So it's just really being able to be a student of the game, adapting it and just leaning on a mentor or leaning on individuals to help you and don't try to go at it on your own and and think that you can recreate the wheel because that that seems to time and time again, does not work based on my experience of watching a lot of advisors go at it and uh, try to do it on their own and reinvent the wheel. Change in pace here. We're okay. coming up to Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? It's been quite the year for you. It has been quite the year. Thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful for obviously our new baby girl. She's healthy. Patrick is healthy. As we record today, he's healthy. Uh, very blessed for my wife. She's now so a couple months out from having Olivia. And so she's getting back on her feet. She's doing getting back to her routines, although those routines are now a little different with the two kids. So it's a little more challenging for us. We have to just adapt our new roles. But I'm just thankful for this year. It's been really eye-opening. Kind of started last year in, in 2020, but I'd say, especially this year alone, you really start to focus on uh, me and my wife. We have this thing where, uh, for me at least, it's like the man in the mirror. I have to make sure that, you know what, I have these two kids. I have to focus on myself. I have to make sure that I'm going to be who I need to be for these kids to grow up and have a good father, a good husband for my wife. And so once I really started to focus on things that are important in life, that man in the mirror moment of realizing, okay, in order for them to get the best Jeremy, what are the things he needs to focus on? And what are the things that he needs to cut out of his life in order to make sure the whole family is rising above the tide? Because it's been challenging over the last couple of years with just adapting to everything out there. But um, thankfully, I have a really good wife, uh, awesome kids, a uh, great family, great friends, industry. So a lot to be thankful for. There's a saying, what's the saying? It's, it is it is not happy people who are thankful, but it is thankful people who are happy. And that's where I feel I am today is just really thankful for a lot of my life. And therefore, my happiness just kind of comes along the way. And I love that phrase you used, the best, Jeremy. That's That's wonderful. Well, and I'm sometimes sure your wife appreciates it. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope so. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, is there anything we haven't touched on that you wanted to make sure we mentioned? I would say for advisors that are listening to this, especially that are looking to better themselves and better their practice for 2023, a common theme for my advisors this year who did those business planning calls last year with uh, my team here. 
Uh, they were up this year. They hit their goals. They weren't, they didn't feel like the world was on their shoulders throughout the year. They knew that they had a team here that they could lean on. So I would highly urge those uh, people that have thankfully given us an opportunity to be in their car or be in their earphones right now to possibly take us up on the offer to do business planning for you for 2023. It's a proven process each and every year that advisors doing these calls, their business and their production does go up. And we try to get more time back on their calendars and being more efficient. So highly urge you, feel free to reach out. You can go to advisormentorship.com. You can jump on my calendar there or uh, feel free to just uh, reach out if you have my email address. All right. And for those of you who do have us in your ears right now, the end of 2022 may be in sight, but there are many more advisor mentorship podcasts in your future. Follow so you know when the latest episode is ready for you and help your friends by sharing the great interviews and insights in these shows. I'm Patrice Sikora with Jeremy Hauser, and thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on Learn More. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark, the advisor mentorship podcast with InsureMark Vice President, Jeremy Hauser.